The next little segment of our season review is player ratings. We haven't looked at each other's pieces of paper here, as we did at the half-time season review, so we don't know what we've rated each player. So let's kick off with number one, Kasper Schmeichel, Pete Selby. I've gone for 9 out of 10. I've also gone for 9 out of 10. Mainly because he's not had an awful lot to do in some games. Yeah, but he's been extremely dependable. Uh, less mistakes than I can ever remember him making. Uh, just a, a great goalkeeper and a great foundation for the team. Yeah, had a really, really good season. Number four, so we're going to go in number order. Hey, what about Delat? Oh, yeah, number, number two. two. He's not on the back of your programme, that's okay. the problem. <laughs> They've taken Delat off the programme. Uh, Richie Delat, number two. Had a bit of a run of games at the start of the season, but then was farmed off on loan. Eight out of ten. Eight? Mm. Can you give him an eight? He's not played enough games to get an eight. I'm giving him an eight, mainly because of the important goals he scored, and he did well in the team when he was playing. And then because they changed the system, that's not really his fault, and then he went out on loan. So I, I, Because of his lack of games, I've given him a six. Six? All right, I, I could I could round it up to a seven. Okay, so I'll agree a seven. Okay, number four, Danny Drinkwater. The big double figures. The big 1-0. I've got 10. Surely, it's got to be 10. Your favourite player, 10 out of 10. He was not my favourite player before the start of this season, but what a season. Get himself into the England squad. Unbelievable. I think he improved from a 9 out of 10 to a 10 out of 10, really. Yep. Okay, on to number five, Captain Wes Morgan. Oh, go on, let's have another 10. I've got a 10 as well. Yes. Not only has he improved unbelievably from being the championship defender that should never have made it out of the championship, but he's playing regular international football. He captained the Premier League winning side. There is no more to say. No, exactly. He lifted the trophy. He's had an amazing season, 10 out of 10. Alongside him, number six, Robert Huth. I've got nine. You've got nine. I maybe might be a little bit harsh there. I've got ten. Yeah. Mainly because he's had equally a good season as as Wes Morgan. I know he had more pedigree because of the clubs he's played for and uh, playing for Germany, etc., etc. And he's obviously a top player. But he's he's had a brilliant season. Ten out of ten. All right. Okay. I agree. Uh, on to number nine, Jamie Vardy. Uh, three, ish Well, I've got two. Yeah, Vardy. two and a half. Two, two and a half. We'll give him two and a half. Ten. So, ten for me as well. Ten for me. Number ten, Andy King. Mm, I think I, I'm going to give him an eight. I've given him an eight as well. Mm. And I don't know whether I'm being really harsh or not. That's why I was hesitating when I said that. He's played well when he's come on. He had a great game against Everton, but then again, all the pressure was off. Um, I I know we can give him eight because eight's still a really good score. But I think it's because he didn't play often enough. Yeah. Which is, again, not his fault. The fact that the midfield was so good and stayed injury free. But when he did play, he was really good. Just a reliable player, isn't he? Yep. On to number 11, Mark Albrighton. Mm. Eight. Eight. What have you given him? I've given him a nine. Uh, mm, yeah, he, I, I, he, he was he was a bit patchy for me. He was good. He was really good. Don't get me wrong, but his his influence in games was patchier than others. Hence why I've given him an eight. I think he had a really good first six months, and yeah. then he started to tail off. Uh, when we were winning one 0 I know his delivery has been decent, but um, I think almost he was kept in the team because of the run. Didn't want to change anything, and then Schluck came in occasionally and looked good. Um, and I think that's an area where they might uh, not replace, but maybe look to strengthen in the summer. And when we do our se- uh, summer preview or next season preview, uh, I'll obviously carry on with that thought. Carry on that thought trail. Thirteen, yes. Daniel Amati. 
I've given him a five simply because it's halfway between. He's not. He's, he's settling into the club. He's not really had a huge amount of game time. Not done anything wrong, but not really done anything outstanding either. Yeah, I've not really given him a mark because he's he's come in late and he's come on occasionally and looked all right. And there's no, you know, it's all about what he could be rather than what he's done. Fourteen on Golo Kante. Ten. Ten. Say no more. No. Midfield Dynamo. Fifteen. Jeff Schlupp. You know what? I've given him a seven because... Seven? Because he's not very good at football. (laughs) He is very quick, frightens everybody, but he he can't pass, he can't cross, he can't shoot. I've given him an eight, mainly because obviously he was out for a long time uh, through injury, but when he's come back, he's looked brilliant when he's come back. We know know he's limited. I won't say he's not very good at football. Technically limited. Yeah, he's not... not, um, I, I, there's there's certain players who are basically athletes first and then footballers second, and he could borderline be one of those. But um, when he's come back from his injury, he's looked really good. And uh, I think that's a lot of credit because he could have come back and just sat on the bench or whatever, but he's been re- apparently in, in training. He's just been a beast in training since he's come back from injury, wanting to get back in the team. He scored a couple of important goals as well. I've gone for eight. All right. I'm not going to disagree with you. Number 17, Danny Simpson. How on earth has this man got a Premier League winner's medal? <laughs> well, it's it's extraordinary, really, because obviously Claudio wanted to shore up the defence, so he basically put Fuchs in at left-back full-time and then uh, replaced Richard Delat, who likes obviously to go forward, and he, likes to, well, he replaced him with the basically the only right-back in the club. Yeah, that wasn't... Well, Ben Aloan was playing right-back a little bit when, uh, when Delat was around in the first part of the season. Yeah. Not a right back by any no stretch way, of the no imagination. Way. Simpson came out of the wilderness. He really, really did, and performed brilliantly, basically all season. And he, and he was targeted an awful lot. Mm. Uh, a lot of diagonals to the far post because he's not the tallest. Um, Aerially, did really well. Didn't yeah, he? and uh, so, so what do you give him? I've given him a nine. I've given him a nine as well. Nine, it is. I was, I was thinking about a ten. But I could say, I could tell by the look on your face that you were thinking about that. I was thinking about a ten. Anyway, on to number twenty. Shinji Okazaki. Just a workhorse, isn't he? He just loves it. He loves football. He's like a he's like a dog chasing a ball. He was very, very important. He would be he's an important member of the team of this season. Yeah. I think without his work rate, um, without a few important goals, I think he scored what six overall in the Premier League. Um, and a lot of them were very important. I think his um not his performances, but his influence of the team, you know, what he did for the team is is underrated. And uh, I've given him an eight purely because if he scored a few more, he would have got up to a nine. Okay. I've given him a nine. That's pr- really? I think this is the first one that I've rated higher than you. Yeah, well, I, I've given him an eight purely because he didn't score enough and also he tailed off quite badly. When they came off that international break, he's not almost been the same player since then, yeah. um, so the last you know six or seven games, he's not been great. Twenty-two, Damari Gray, new signing. New signing Gray, I've given him a nine. Have you? Yeah. Why? Why? Because he's coming to the club, and did he expect to play? Did he expect to come on at certain times in important games? No, not at all. He's come on and he's become a quite an important substitute. He started against Chelsea. Uh, in, in a way that Ranieri might be looking towards the future. He looks a very exciting prospect. The things that we knew he was good at, i.e. dribbling and being quick with the ball... He is he's good lo- at. 
He looks superb. Mm. But also, for me, he looks like he's got a very intelligent head on his shoulders when he plays. You know, not just holding the ball up in the corner, but the way he reacted to certain situations where we're ha- not hanging on, but we are one goal in front with a couple of minutes to go. He just looks a really, really top prospect. How, how on earth he is not in the under-21 squad? Ridiculous. What is... Absolutely ridiculous. I, I generally think they have just completely forgot about him. Must have. Because... Southgate, you wally. What? He's got a, he's won a Premier League medal for the champions. Well, you, he's you, played extremely well when he's come on. Yeah, he's a very talented player. You look in the Premier League at the uh, for England under twenty one players, or even the top two divisions. Is there anyone with as much uh, talent and promise and shown in the Premier League than Damari Gray? No, I can't think of one. And yet he's not in the squad. Mad. What is going on there? Anyway, I've given him a nine. I've given him an eight. I can understand why. I can understand that. I thought you were going to say seven. No. Uh, okay, 23, Leo Ajoa. Yeah. Fans' favourite, Leo Ajoa. I like him, but I've given him an eight. I've given him a nine. Yeah. Um, I know he doesn't score maybe as much as he should, but the way he basically almost changed his game, and when he came onto the field, his control, he's holding the ball up in the corner, I think he lost a bit of weight and became a bit sharper, uh, didn't complain, a real team player, fans' favourite, got to be 9 out of 10. And some very important goals as well. Oh yeah, calmness as well, mm-hmm. and penalties and, and slotting a few away. Nathan Dyer, number 24. I've given what? him an 8. He went a bit missing, didn't he? He did, that's why I gave him an 8. Also, I mean, end of the day, that header against Villa... How important is was that, that getting him a couple of points? Yeah. Do you know, I might have been a little bit harsh, but because of his lack of appearances, especially in the second half of the season, I've given him a six. Harsh. Seven then, all right. <laughs> um, 26, Riyad Mahrez. One. One-oh. Uh, one One-oh. Oh. Ten. I've given him a one-zero as well. Mm. Ten for him, no problem there. Now, number 27, Marchan Vasilevsky. I love this man. I've only given him a six because he's uh, he's only he's only played what four five you, games. You wait till I tell him. Don't tell him. Don't. <laughs> the podcast will never get recorded again. I'll say, look, look, Marchan. He'll kneecap me. I've given you an eight. Have you given him an eight? I've given okay. him an eight uh, again. I just because you like him. I think I've given him an eight purely because. If I do actually walk down the street and he walks the other way... And he's and like, oh, Pete, what did you give me on your podcast out of 10? Yeah, I can say eight. And he'll be yeah. like, okay, fair dues. And then when I say Rob and point at you and say, he gave you a six. So, sorry, Mr. Exactly, yeah. Sorry. 28, Christian Fuchs. 10. 10. Number 30. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing more to be said. No, not at all. Hey, he's had a great season. And again, when, he's got into, when he got into the team after about four or five games... Just been very solid. Yeah. Very, very solid. He looks to be such a great character around the squad as well. He looks to be a big part of the team spirit. He's a bit of a oh, joker, yeah. but he looks like the kind of guy that you would love to have as your captain, as your international captain, obviously, for Austria. You, he, he can put an arm around players, I think, and give them a lot of uh, his experience, but he can also be at the forefront of all the fun and all the all the team spirit stuff. There's going to be a, There's a lot of clubs out there looking around at themselves going, how have we missed out on getting Christian Fuchs for free? On a free transfer. The Austrian captain. With Champions League experience. And now a Premier League winner's medal. Crazy. Number 30, Ben Chilwell. Five. Five? Only because he's not played enough games, so I've gone halfway down the middle. I'll just give him an eight because he's looks good player. <laughs> <laughs> he, lo- he looks like a he good football lo- looks player. Go- looks good player. And he got in a prime position on the, uh, on the, the trophy. 
when they lifted the trophy, he's obviously just jumped at the right time because yeah. he's in the back and you can see him. He, well, was, he was wearing a crap hat kudos on, for, on Monday oh, evening at Victoria Absolutely Park. dreadful. Him and um, I think Damari Gray. Gray wearing, came out with one and, yeah. and Chilwell was like, I want to be your yeah, mate, I'm wearing a hat. Very poor. Uh, number 33, finally, Gokan Inla. I would have loved to have seen more of him, but I can completely understand why we haven't because our two central midfielders have been arguably the best in the Premier League. Yeah, I feel very sorry for him, um, not least because I've given him a six. Well, I've given him a seven mainly because I think he deserves a six because he didn't perform like we thought he could. I think it was a bit too quick for him and we couldn't wait for him to, to get up to speed. But the reason I've given him a seven is purely because he stayed... And apparently he's had a really good influence on the team. He looks at on, it. He's on another training. international captain, isn't exactly. he? Exactly. And, and look at the celebrations. He's right in there. Mm. It's not like he's standing to one side. He, he has, A, played his part. But I think he's played his part not just on the pitch when he did play for two or three games, um, the good performance against Man City, like I said, at home. But also, on I think his influence in the squad has been immeasurable, really. Extremely professional. Behind the scenes, I, I'd imagine he's done quite a lot for the club and for... Some of the younger players. Yep. Well, that's it. We've rattled through the players now. We've rattled through the season. We've rattled through the players. Should we, should we pick out some highlights? Now we're going to pick out the highlights. Boys, it's a crazy atmosphere. Absolutely brilliant end to the season. Top draw. Never seen anything like it. Unbelievable, Jeff. So I've come all the way from the Isle of Wight today. I handed my notice in to my job just so that I could take today off and be here at Leicester City's Parade. It's incredible. I'm on London Road at the minute. It's unbelievable. It's like I've never seen anything like it. It's just literally a sea of blue. Come on, Leicester. The sun's shining. There's not a cloud in the sky. This is just perfect. This is, this is heaven. So it's time for the for Fox Sake podcast end of season awards kind of except we haven't got any awards to give out and they probably Yay. wouldn't want them anyway. But no, no, no. We might have to do that actually. What? Give them some awards. Mm. Make some. Mm. Post them. Mm. Post them out to Thailand. No. All right, we'll wait for them to come back. Yep. Player of the year, shall we start with? Player of the year. Player. Okay, we've both written it down and we don't know again. We don't, we don't, know. don't, know. We don't know. Go on then. My Oh, I thought you were going to say Mares. <gasps> Don't trick me. Right, who have you gone for? Angolo Kante. You've gone for Angolo Kante. Yes. I've gone for Jamie Vardy. Okay. No right. Riyad Mares in Player of the Year. No. Um, I've gone for Jamie Vardy purely because goals and... Goals, goals, goals. goals. Yeah, scores, goals, centre forward. Um, <laughs> I think if we had a third po- podcast presenter, mm. he would have picked Mares. Or she. Yeah. They, they would have picked, picked Mares. I think so. Um, it, is, it is a difficult split between the three. I picked Kante because I don't think the style of play that we've managed to employ so successfully this season would have been anywhere near as successful without his contribution. I picked Vardy for the obviously 11 consecutive game record and then continuing scoring and being not just the figurehead scoring the goals, but um, keeping the team going from the, you know, defending from the, the forward lines, you know what I mean? Being the person who. Um, yes, he's okay. I can see where you're going with Kante. We need to come to a decision, though. No, we don't. Yes, we do. Well, can't we pick one each? No, no, we need to have the for Fox oh, sake. This could go on forever. People haven't got time for this. Right. They've got more Kante or to do. Vardy. Well, I've written Kante down, so I want to give it to Kante, but you've written Vardy down, so let's, let's make a big trophy and they can have it six I months each. I think we should give it to Kante then. I think you want Kante more than I want Vardy. 
deal. Yeah. And Golo Kante, for I, fuck's sake, you podcast know I mean? player I, of the year. I'm on a knife edge with it, so I would say, okay, Kante. Personally, I would have just gave it to Vardy, but we'll go with Kante. That's, that's very, very nice of you. Thank you. I'm sure he'll enjoy the award. What's the next category? Uh, goal of the season. Goal of the season, I've gone for Jamie Vardy. Against Liverpool? Liverpool. Yeah. yeah, exactly the same for me as well. The entire press box went bananas and stood up and shook their hands in the air and clapped. It was it was just a blockbuster of a goal. One of the best goals I've ever seen live. One of the best goals City have ever scored. Boom. Game of the season? That, that, that was an easy one to do, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, game of the season. Um, I've put down most dominant display was away at Newcastle. Uh, the best game was probably Arsenal at home, even though we lost. That's exactly what I've put. Leicester 2, Arsenal 5, best game. Oh, right. No, but my best game oh, okay. is definitely the Chelsea 2-1. Okay. City was superb that day. They were brilliant. And it was a good game as well. But we've got a best performance category. A best team performance category. Okay, I'm going to go with the Arsenal. What for, So this is game of the season... In terms of the game standalone on its own yeah. merits, yeah. Leicester two, Arsenal five. We lost one of our three losses, <laughs> and we've picked it. We've both written it down yeah. as game of the season. I'll agree with that. I agree with that because it was a brilliant game. I walked out of that game happy. Yeah. That, was, was, like, that was just I've a great, great ninety minutes of football. I don't think they needed the fifth goal. Again, I'll say it again. Four <laughs> two was the perfect scoreline. Five was they were not needed. All right, game of the season: Leicester two, Arsenal four. <laughs> <laughs> you've got it. Best team performance. You, I think you've just kind of said yours, haven't you? Uh, no. No, okay. No, I've got... I've... <laughs> How many more have you got written down here? I've literally just written one thing next to each category. Well, best performance, I've got three, okay. and I've got a star next to my choice. Okay. Uh, the three I've got are Liverpool at home, Chelsea at home, and Man City away. Yeah. And the one I'll go for is, is I think, quite obvious. It's Man City away. You'll never guess what I've got written down on my piece of paper. Man City away. Man City one, Leicester three. Yeah, that was the first time that I, I, I basically walked out of work to watch it because where I was, I couldn't watch the actual game. And um, I basically just walked out and said, I've just got to watch this and, and went home and watched it. We um, dominated an extremely talented team. It was the first time that many pundits and the general public stood up and went, hang on, hang on. These these are actually here to stay. Yeah. And also a great goal by Marius. But yeah, we, I think we both agree. Definitely that. We're doing quite well at this, aren't we? Yeah. Worst easy. performance of the season. Team performance. Worst team performance. Uh, I've gone for Liverpool away. Okay. It was it was a, a poor performance um, against a, a poor Liverpool team as well at the time. Um, they didn't play very well. Bad game. 1-0. I have put down two with question marks. Neither of them are that, but that would also probably make it three with question marks. The one all draw away at Villa wasn't great. The one 0 win over Norwich was was extremely laboured. But I think I'll I'll agree with you. I will go with the Liverpool one for that. Definitely. Worst team performance, Leicester's away defeat at Liverpool. Funniest moment of the season. How many have you got written down? Um I've got two. Neither of them are football related. I think we I've veered off the pitch for these. Right, well, I've got... Uh, I'll give you the, uh, the, you, the rundown. Isn't this the one where you had eight written down? Yeah, I've got... Um, <laughs> Amazing. I've got Omar Nyassi in the Everton game chipping the ball against Cassius Michael's head when he had to lob him. I've got um, Sanchez for Aston Villa failing to trap the football... Uh, a football... Tw- I think it was three times when no one was near him. And he just bounced it in the air and he couldn't get it under control. That's Useless. the kind of showing that gets you in the worst 11. Yep, I've got the Miliedonak chip and chase. <laughs> glorious. <laughs> that, that rugby effort. Oh, glorious. Chip the ball towards the edge of the area and then follow it up and just 
10 pin bowling barged that, into right. everyone. I Brilliant. knew you'd pick that. I've got the uh, the Arsenal photos and the Spurs photos in the changing rooms. Yeah. Uh, I've got the uh, Robert Hooth free kick against Stoke. Uh, <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> uh, I've got our friend Jim celebrating. Yeah, yeah. We, we called that in the halfway season review as well didn't we yep um, and that's that's what I've got okay I've got a couple of others oh good I've got uh, Claudio Ranieri being presented with a bell oh I've got about dilly Claudia. ding dilly dong I think he's such a good comedy value that that's where my thoughts went when I was thinking about funniest moments. forgot about Claudio my, my thought process isn't great today to we, be honest because I might have had a beer yesterday out, out of ten for Claudio <laughs> ten ten right ten. easy uh, but I've also got the moment when Christian Fuchs dumped an entire bottle of champagne on his head yeah, I don't think he liked it. Actually. No, he didn't, he did didn't, he? he didn't That's like why it. it was funny. It was kind of one of them mm. where you're sitting there and you shrink it into your own body, just go, oh, yeah, yeah, what's yeah, going to happen? Yeah, I don't think he liked that at all. What, um, what are we picking then for funniest moment? Well, I've got a star next to one of them. Okay, go on. Um, and I've got the star next to Robert Hooth. Robert Hooth. Purely because... I think his reaction to it on social media afterwards was. was excellent. Yeah, yeah, his reaction was was superb. What, what was the tweet? <laughs> I'm saying I, it was superb. I can't remember what I he said. I can't remember but, what he said either. Him and uh, Drinkwater had a bit of banter, didn't they, yeah. on, on social media it, about it? But it's the way they, they laughed about it at the time as well. Yeah. As soon as it happened, they all just turned around and started laughing, which is exactly the right thing to do. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's got to be. That, yep. that, that was funny. More than happy with that. Best moment of the season. Ooh. Ooh. This, this, there's a lot. The best one, the, the kind of... I've, I've tried to work it out a couple of different ways. I was like, what is what happened sometime during the season that was amazing, apart from us winning the Premier League title? But then I thought, well, is the winning the Premier League title the best moment? Technically, it is. What have I, you put? I've got a few. I've got um, Dyer's goal against Villa. Yep. Um, I've got Ajoa's goal against Norwich. So late goals are always important and are always a real moment that you remember. Um, also, I've got uh, Mares's nutmeg, again, a bit of a highlight reel all round. Mares, his nutmeg against Stoke, yeah, um, which then led to a goal. I've got his back flick against uh, West Brom. Oh, yes. Um, I've got a couple of through balls, one against West Ham and the other against Chelsea. His what, goal at Chelsea. What about well, Fuchs' through ball for Vardy? Yeah, real top moments. Uh, and I've also got the, the Man City result as well. I've got Jamie Vardy breaking the goal scoring record. Yes. Which was a... Yes, a very, oh, yeah. very good moment. I can't believe I've not wrote that down. Uh, and I've also got that Monday night when Spurs drew with Chelsea. Yeah, uh, when when the ball, well, when the referee blew the final whistle. Yeah. Um, do you know what? I've changed my moment. Go on then. Um, which one have you starred? Well, which one have you starred now? I put down as my main one when, strangely, when Huth scored against um, Man City to make it 3 0, the next like, 10, 15 minutes where Man City did not look like getting back into the game, and Leicester are winning 3-0 away at Manchester City, with everyone watching around the world going, hang on, these really mean business. Man City aren't getting back into it, and we are 3-0 up away from home in front of the world. That was, for me, the moment I went, right, we can A, win this, but also it just confirmed what we all knew, and it and and it was basically the look on a couple of friends' faces who were around my house watching the game, and they basically just sat there in silence. And after the game, went, "Well, there we go. You know, they really are a good team. Brilliant goals, fantastic performance. That's what I put when we were three 0 up away at Man City. Um, but I'm going to change it. But yeah, I was going to say we've put that in the best performance. So yeah. what are you changing it to? I'm going to change it to uh, when the final whistle went at Spurs Bridge. Yeah. yeah. 
It's, it's, it is, isn't it? And I think the the snooker after party I went to on that Monday night kind of cop, caps that to make it the best moment yeah, for me. that was the best moment. As soon as the referee blew his whistle and we won the league. And then all the celebrations after that were fantastic. But that moment, that exact second, that was the moment of the season. There we go. And it's not just the moment of the season. It's the moment of 132 years. Moment of the club's entire history. Is that it? Is that all the categories done? We're not missed one? That's all the awards. That That's all the awards. Well done to all the winners. I'm sure they uh, will not know about it at all. And we'll Tell put, them. Somebody tell them. We will do. And we'll, what we'll do is uh, we'll put down the uh, out of 10 ratings for the players. We'll also put the awards winners in the uh, categories. We'll put them on Facebook and we'll put them on Twitter at FFSPod. So if you want to take a look and then say, you're load of rubbish, I reckon this, I reckon that. Or even say, fantastic, that's exactly what I would have chose. Please comment and, uh, and Please share Please do well. join in. We do like to hear from you. I had a season ticket for 12 years. We've been 17 away games this season and it has been absolutely fantastic. Dilly ding, dilly dong. Living the dream, mate. Once in a lifetime. It's not happening in three generations. Won't happen again for a while. Let's party. 35 years I've followed this club. And the top moment was getting in the Premier League under Martin O'Neill. But this is way out of it. Way out of it. I've always supported them, but now I'm like really into football. It's done so much for the city and it's amazing they've won. One thing we'll also put down is our best and worst 11 of the season. Our next piece of paper, I tell you what, we've yep. actually, normally we do this completely falls out of our brain, out yeah. of our mouths, whatever we say. As, but as actually, you can tell. We've actually put a bit of prep into this, haven't we? I've got these two little pink post-its. I've even put them out in a formation. Should we go for the worst 11 first? Worst 11 first. So 1 to 11. The worst. Remember, this is performances at the King Power Stadium. One-off performances. Yeah, one-off performances by the opposition players Worst performances of the season, 1-11. to 11. So, in goal, who have we got in goal? Hilarious Gomez. Oh, Gomez. For, for that performance where he fumbled Kante's goal and then brought Vardy down. It's just dreadful all round. And it confirmed what we all kind of know, that he's got massive clown issues as being a goalkeeper. Eccentric tendencies. Definitely. He's had a decent season, though, overall. He has, yeah, but again, but that, that, that performance. That performance, exactly. We're, we, playing, we're playing, what, a three... We're playing a sort of a 3-4-1-2, but three, we're struggling four, one, for two. defenders because we didn't really think this through. We just did it after every game at the King Power and we're like, yeah, he can go in, he can go in. But that's how it is. It's, it's the player rather than the position. Exactly. So we've only got one actual defender. So at centre-half for that display by an international footballer and uh, club captain, Ashley Williams. That was poor. International captain? Is he their captain? No, no, no. He's Swansea captain. International player. I know, but isn't he Wales's captain? Is he? I think. I think so. Oh, well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think. I don't think G Bell is. That's even worse. Not is Andy King not Wales captain? Should be. Why? But no, Ashley Williams, a dreadful mistake, which obviously, as soon as he gave it to Marius, Marius scores straight away, what, five minutes gone in the game. Didn't game, he lose his over. man for who scored the Yo, header against Swansea? Uh, I wasn't there. So I don't think I was. I can't remember. His marking was poor, anyway. And we've put two big brutes next to him to play either side of him in a sort of central centre back three. They've both had mentions on the podcast oh, already today. Brilliant. Your mates, Sanchez and Yedinak. Sanchez, the other day, I saw a match of the day uh, on Sunday, last game of the season. He had another mare as well. He is dreadful. The worst, one of the worst players I've ever seen. 
for for the stature of the club, for, I know Villa have gone down, but at Premier League level, a player who's pretty much played every game for Villa, he's dreadful. He can't trap a sandbag. That's Carlos Sanchez of uh, Aston Villa, yep. by the way. Uh, and Mila Yedinak for his chip and charge. The chip and charge was brilliant. Also, he came on, I think he, he got a yellow card and he was just a mess all kicked, round. Kicked a few people. The chip and charge was, was brilliant. I think he was playing Aussie rules. Yep. Anyway, uh, central midfield. And Lee Catamol and Wayne Rooney. Well, Catamol, we're going back to the first game of the season. He um, he got booked, he gave a penalty away and then got subbed after half an hour. Great performance. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's How have Sunderland stayed up? That's their captain. Oh, has well, one of, the, it, one of their captains. That's definitely in the team. Alongside, because he's now a midfielder, a Mr Wayne Rooney, who was just dreadful. He was, he was very, very bad. He was dreadful. Equally dreadful is one of my most favourite players to hate, uh, and that's Eric Lamella. The guy is awful. I know he's got a few tricks in his book and he can score the odd brilliant... That Rabona he scored. Unreal. That was What a brilliant Te- goal. Technically a great footballer, but he he's one of them that could never play for Leicester because no. he's not part of a team. No, he's a poor tackler. He doesn't trap back. Um, the one thing about him that I just can't understand, he can't pass the ball 10 yards. Mm. If he tries to pass the ball 10 yards or shorter... He gives it away. And then he might whip a great ball in or pass the ball from one side of the pitch to the other. But he can't pass five yards, ten yards. He's, he, he is very, very poor. And also, he was dreadful on the day and he got subbed after about an hour. So he's on one of the wings. On the other wing is another big money international player, Roberto Firmino. Firmino for Liverpool. That was a great game, That uh, the home 2-0 victory against uh, Liverpool. Firmino, Brazilian, a lot of money, uh, and he was dreadful. Um, and he looked slow, lethargic, didn't want to be there. Um, I don't quite know how he fits in, in Klopp's plans for next year, but on the day, which is what it is, uh, at the King Power, he was crap. Right, just playing off the strikers, a man who is appearing in both the both the worst mm-hmm. and best eleven this season, Eden Hazard. Again, against uh, Chelsea, another a brilliant game, really one of the best games of the season at the King Power. He was awful for PFA Player of the Year. He was, I, I don't think he was given a lot of time on the ball, but uh, he's had a terrible season. He's had a great finish, but he was dreadful, absolutely dreadful. And up front, Diego Costa and Umar Nias. Umar Nias was the last. Uh, man to get into this squad, lucky him, yep. because he's worth 13-odd million apparently. And he was rubbish. He was crap. I mean, and, and although did. the whole team was rubbish, but he was he stood out as just being dreadful. He's, he's, one thing, his control, his control was terrible as well. Not quite Sanchez style, but uh, he was nearly. And then Diego Costa, just because he's not a very nice man. Yeah, right. Costa, I mean, he's got to be in everyone's most hated 11 and worst 11. He's a it, oh, terrible, terrible person. This is a good formation, look. I don't really know what it is. It's a it's a three. I think it's another. It's a three four three. I it's, think. A, it's a three four three. Right. Uh, in goal for the best eleven in terms of performances at the King Power this season, Adrian of West Ham. So this is going into the cup game when we played uh, West Ham in the cup and we beat pretty much their first eleven with a with our reserve eleven. Mm. Uh, Adrian was in goal and had a brilliant game, didn't he? Blinder, just great a, goal. Just keeper. had a brilliant game. We've got three defenders. Three. So the. Uh, three defenders are Nicholas Otamendi of Man City, who's had a very poor season overall. But that game at the King Power, he was an absolute beast. He intercepted, tackled, headed everything. Nil-nil as well. So it was it was that kind of game. Defences were on top. And yeah, on, on the day, he had a great game. We've got a Bournemouth player in our best 11, Steve Cook. To be honest, I mean, this, this was... Um... 
Was it? It was nil nil as well because they were, we missed the penalty, didn't we? Mm. Yeah. Um, and his centre half partner who got Francis. sent off, Francis, he got sent off for bringing down Vardy or whoever it was. Um, and he would have been in there as well. They would have been both in there because both played really well. The thing that got me was Cook had played at a lower level, but his control of the football it was, was a very good football. Just wasn't a it? really good player mm. for a tall centre half. A really good footballer. I like um, Bournemouth. I'm glad they stayed yeah, up. Straight in there. Uh, and the left side of the three-man defence, Aaron Cresswell. How is he not in the England squad? Is he injured at the minute? I don't know, but again, great why he's not been thought about. Mm. Good player. And against Leicester for West Ham, great goal. Uh, and just a good performance all round. He might have been in there without scoring the goal, to be fair. Uh, Jack Grealish. <laughs> he's very hit and miss, isn't he? But he was he was hit that day. Jack again. It's, it sounds strange, but Jack Grealish. Um, he had a really good game. Scored a very good goal. Villa were flying two 0 up, and then threw it away. Uh, do you want to hear a great Jack Grealish stat? Go on, stat me up. Stat me up on the old Jack Grealish. Uh, he played fifteen times for Villa this season. Yeah, they lost every single game. <laughs> great, great stat. Yeah, he's obviously All... he's obviously a real impact player, Jack Grealish. Do you want another another stat? Have you got another one on Jack Grealish? No, it's not. No. Um, Is it about it... Villa? No, it's a similar oh. line though. Um, if uh, anyone knows any Spurs fans out there who uh, likes to crow about their team... And, uh, Didn't they yeah. finish third, third, third yeah. in the Premier League? Um, but, uh, oh yeah, some of their players are amazing. Some of their reserves are amazing. Uh, Ryan Mason. Yeah. Played five, lost five. Amazing. Again, Mace the ace, not so much. He got in the bloody England squad. Exactly. He's started five times for Spurs right. and they've lost every game. And that's for a team who finished in the top three. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, on the other wing, Kevin Morales. He based mainly on his performance... When he came off the bench for Everton, yeah, he came last, off, last home game of the season. Came off the bench and looked fantastic, mainly because every other player was dreadful. But I mean, the whole team really could have been there. But um, he came on, scored a really good goal, and for the 15 minutes that he was on the field, looked a really good player. He just stood out a mile. Darren Fletcher in central midfield, being the sort of holding player, he was he was every bit the Manchester United player. Of old, when West Brom came to the King Power, it was, it was a good game. He was in charge of absolutely everything from positioning, passing, tackling. He was he was unbelievably good that day. Uh, and we've had to kind of partner him with somebody who may not really play central midfield that well. But Eden Hazard, here he is in the in the best eleven as well. He's got to be in the best eleven purely for the goal that's ultimately sealed the title. Really, yeah. also, even what, though that wasn't at the King Power, no, but... we, we're allowing an exception because it won us the Premier League. Yeah, but also, what a great goal it was. Front three, then, of two Arsenal players, Meza Ozil and Alexis Sanchez, and then Son Heung-min, the Spurs striker, up front. We've already mentioned the fact that we lost 5-2 against uh, Arsenal. They were brilliant that day. I think Leicester were very good as well. But uh, Sanchez was outrageous Sanchez, that day. Sanchez was brilliant. Did he get a hat-trick I or think, two? I think he did get a hat-trick, actually. Mm. I'm, I have no idea. Uh, I think he did. He was virtually borderline unplayable. Um and Mesut Ozil was really good as well. Um, I think he assisted a couple of times for goals. Proper assists, not just the last person to touch the ball before yeah. the per- player scored. Actual assists that should assists. be counted. I think if we we're going to go for... Oh, we'll wait till the end of, end of this. Um, and then up front, we've got... Uh, on his Well, just behind... Uh, sorry, just in front of Ozil and Sanchez, we've got Sun Hyung Min. What a goal he scored for Spurs. It was a great... That was in the cup, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he, didn't, he didn't get much... Action, did he? Because obviously they were playing Harry Kane as as the lone front man, if you like, with the three attacking midfielders behind him. But yeah, he just he power, looked, wasn't he looked it? quality. Yeah. That finish was superb. Oh, just, just didn't, absolute power. Didn't he get a really good assist as well? 
I think he did. He just had a really good game all round. Yeah. Great goal. Um, and I think if we have to pick a star, star of the best eleven, I'd I'd have to say for me it would be Sanchez. Yeah, I think he yeah, he, he was. Again, we're going back to the game early in the season. It's quite good to look back. I mean, that's the whole point why we've done it. But um, he was brilliant. He was absolutely superb for that game. Um, and it, shall we have a star for the worst eleven as well? All right, let me get the post it back. There we go. <laughs> the worst <laughs> player at the King Power Stadium this season. Oh God! Um, we well, got Go- Gomez was bad. I mean, personal favourite Sanchez, obviously. Lamella, hate him. Catamol. It's got to be Catamol Cat- for, for being dragged for being hauled off for being that bad. I would, I, I would like to say Sanchez, but I won't disagree with Catamol Catamol takes all, takes all the boxes. Books, does, give it? a penalty away, penalty away, and then dragged after half an hour. Yeah, it's got to be. Lee Catamol is officially, well, unofficially, the worst player to have played at the King Power Stadium this season. And Sanchez for Arsenal is the best player to have played at the King Power this season not wearing a blue shirt. That is official. There we go. So that is our end of season review, the season that we won the league. Um, How have we managed this in just over an hour? It's been been a, a long old season. It's been the best season ever. I think it's going to be the best season that this club will ever have. It it will be. I I said early on in the season we might have better players in the future, or we might have uh, a, a different ground, even or even uh, another tier on and be in different competitions, whatever. Yeah, we might win some other competitions, yeah, but, but we'll never have a better season than this. Never have a five thousand to one. Never have such a big twelve month turnaround. Two hundred fifty thousand people out celebrating yesterday. The entire city, the entire country, the entire world watching, supporting Leicester City. It will happen at some point. I can't think of anything at the moment that is wrong with the club. From the shirt to the fans to the way they've gone about winning and the way they've gone about after they've won. Um, I can't think I, of anything. I can. Oh, you've ruined it. The FA Cup's not in our, not never been in our trophy cabinet. No, I mean about this season. Oh, all right. This then. season, right now, as yeah. as we are here in for Fox Eight HQ, I can't think of a single thing wrong with the club. Nope. That will change because something will go wrong. Of course, it will. Um, so just enjoy it. We will be back though. I think a lot of podcasts out there they're going to have a big long break for the summer. But no, we will be back in the next couple of weeks, and we'll be having a look forward to the summer and a look forward to next season. So kind of a, an early season look and just have a, a bit of discussion to where this team will go who we can add to the team and uh, basically a look forward to next season so from myself Pete Selby and from myself Rob Hayes we'll leave you with one last thing and it's not a line by us it was a line that we've all heard as we watched Wes Morgan lift the trophy and it was from Martin Tyler when Wes Morgan lifted the Premier League trophy on May the 7th Premier League champions the amazing Leicester City <laughs> Champions, my friend.